The Cambridge Dictionary defines the verb grace as being in a place and making it look more attractive. Well, that's the thing about parenthood. Sometimes it's the last thing you think when you hear that word. But to us, for something to be beautiful, I mean truly beautiful, it has to be imperfectly perfect. There is no right way to be a parent. There is only doing it to the best of your ability. And that is what we define as growing with grace. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed. I think by the time that this drops, it'll be the end of the 4th of July weekend. So I hope everyone had a good holiday weekend. But today we are on episode seven, and we're going to be talking about morning routines. Hey, guys, it's Tyla. I just want to remind you to visit our website, growingwithgracepodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at growingwithgracepodcast. We are live on all major platforms. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts from. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you have any ideas for an episode or any questions for Kiana and I, you can send us an email to growingwithgracepodcast at gmail.com, or you can send us a message on our website. We'd love to hear from you. All right, let's get into it. So today we're going to be talking about morning routines, and I guess it kind of can really differ depending on the time of the year, but why don't we start with what time do you typically start your day, Ty, and what time would you like to start your day in an ideal world? So I typically wake up naturally around 5.30 a.m. I'm still breastfeeding right now, and because JT is going to bed around 6.30, he sleeps through the night, so typically around 5.30, they're pretty full at that point. So I'll usually open my eyes and I know this is a terrible habit, but instead of getting up and actually starting my day, I tend to just kind of lie there and look at my phone and check social media, which is how most of my mornings go. So typically between 5.30 and 6, I'm just laying in bed, can't really fall back asleep. So that's, that's how my day starts. What about, what about you, Kiana? Um, so something that I do is one, I'm a really light sleeper and Two, with having dogs, they typically wake you up when they're ready in the morning, but I like to keep my window curtains open and I I have a window literally like inches from my face. And when the sun comes up, I naturally wake up around 550. Sometimes it's a little earlier, sometimes it's a little later, but that's usually the time that the sun is so bright that it's really waking me up. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if it wakes me up, you know, as time goes on throughout the year, because this is our first year in this house. But, um, and then I, I, Usually I'm the one that has to start the day for everyone else because Nick goes to work and I'm a stay-at-home mom. So it's kind of my job to get the house ready. First thing I do is I get up and I usually have to let the dogs out immediately because they are not patient. (laughs) The nice thing about that is typically the dogs are up a little bit before the kids. So I can kind of start my day, you know, in peace, I guess, minus the dogs and get myself a cup of coffee before Jack rolls down the stairs. (laughs) Yeah, that's really nice to be able to get that little bit of time to yourself plus the dogs, but they're not the kids. So be able to just kind of have a few minutes to just breathe before, before the chaos unfolds. Absolutely. So how do you start your day? Like once the kids are awake and then you wake up, like how does, what's the typical routine go? So I don't have kids. I just have one, but I do have a dog. So I guess Stark and Jeffrey are kind of like my kids (laughs) and husbands, right? Yeah. So Jeff is, my husband, Jeff is a naturally an early riser. So he's typically up most mornings before us and he'll typically go downstairs, get the coffee ready. 
some mornings he gets the coffee ready for me. And I, I love when he does that. It's something that, you know, can I just add a little, one of your, you should tell them about how sometimes Jeff gets upset when you get up early too, yes. because he's like, this is my time in the morning to get ready. Yes. So exactly. So Jeff, you know, since our baby has been born though, it, it depends. It, it depends what time Jeff gets up, but historically Jeff has always been a super early riser. He's usually out of bed by five in the morning and he goes downstairs, he gets his coffee situated. He'll read the newspaper and just kind of get his to-do list out and figure out what his, his plans are for the day. And sometimes I would wake up early because either him waking up would wake me up or I would just want to like have a coffee with him. And he, he would get not mad, but kind of like, you know, like I actually enjoy this whatever, 20, 30 minutes of peace to myself to just be able to sip my coffee and not have you like already asking me 700 questions first thing in the morning. But I think that's, I think that that's a good, like some people need, even, even for myself, I would say I'm a very social person, but it's really nice to have those like 20 ish minutes with just the dogs and myself, not having to have a human conversation before I've at least sipped my coffee a couple of times. And I totally, and I guess I should clarify too, like since I've had a baby and now that I am a mom, I 100% like appreciate those moments and can understand it for other people as well. Because now that I am a mom and as a breastfeeding mom, you kind of have a person on you like all of the time. So to be able to have those moments of just actually being alone and to yourself are actually really nice. So no hard feelings. I totally get it, Jeff. I love you. And I understand now, but yeah, so back to our question, how do I start my day? Who usually wakes up first? Um, typically my morning start off, like I said, I'm in bed looking at my phone. Some mornings I am able to get up a little bit before the baby. And those are usually really good days. Cause I'll get up, I'll go in the bathroom and I'll brush my hair. I'll get dressed. I'll go downstairs, let the dog out, give him his food. And if I'm lucky and I set up the coffee pot that night, I'll be able to have like a cup of coffee immediately. But most mornings, that's typically not what happens. Usually I'll lay in bed for five or 10 minutes and Jeffrey, his natural rhythm kind of gets him up around the same time. So I'll hear the monitor. I'll go in, get him, change him really quickly. And then I'll bring him back into bed and we'll just kind of snuggle and I'll nurse him. And then we start to get ready for the day. You know, what about, what about you? Do the kids usually wake up? before you you know what's funny I didn't know when children kind of transition from that young up really early phase into like I'm a teenager and I'm gonna sleep till noon but Grace being 11 like she's she's so funny obviously she's my first child so we're all going through this together but I would say it's like 10 11 because she's acting like a teen it's summertime so we don't really have as long as we have nowhere to go it's fine but she is so funny she doesn't like stroll downstairs until 10 30 sometimes and Jack is I know oh and gosh. Jack is awake by like 6 15 he is plowing down the stairs where's dad what's going on I want a snack I want bacon I want food I'm like okay 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 um <laughs> so I gotta kind of like jump to it I'm kind of I'm kind of at his beck and call and actually this last week we've had a couple places where we had to like we had to get up and go to the beach and we had to do something else I forget where we went but a friend's house or something and I had to literally drag Grace out of bed it was like at that point it was eight o'clock and I was I was expecting she was I know this is like I have a teenager but she's not a teenager yet I'm like Grace get up she's like can you just give me a minute I'm like can you just get up it's eight o'clock we're gonna be late every I, I thought you were up here getting dressed she like she's like a vampire her curtains are closed I'm like who is this person this is not a she's like 
I can't even look at her sometimes because I'm like, who are you? You're 10. Don't act like you're 16 and you can sleep until noon. This is not how it works. Um, but yeah, usually what I'll do is I'll let the dogs out and then I'll have start my coffee. Jack will bucket down the stairs, start making demands. I'll usually make him his first round of snacks. By the way, can I just say, I don't know if it's boys or Jack, but right now he is eating us out of house and home and he's five. It's insane. He literally mm-hmm. last night for dinner, he had a hot dog and then he had two like pancakes, like normal size, like whatever, six or seven inch pancakes, a bagel, like a whole cup full of um, Cheerios. And then as he's going to bed, he's like, I'm still hungry. I want bacon. I'm like, can you not like, we have no food left in the house because you've ate it all in the last three days. And that's how it's been. So that's not a joke in case you're wondering. And you'll have to see when Jeff JT gets older, but Oh my God. He's like eating. I said to Nick, Nick's like, you already went shopping. this week. I'm like, yeah, all of the food is gone. Jack literally ate it all. It's not even grace. Like grace snacks throughout the day, but not nearly as much as he does. Well, that's good. Cause I know Jack, he's always been like a smaller guy. So yeah, like he's getting his appetite. He's getting he all is, his food in. That's true. He is, but man, I don't know where he puts it. He's still a little guy, but then he like runs laps, runs laps around the kitchen. I'm like, can you not? And usually <laughs> Like, I, I know it's probably not great to start the day with television, but I won't let them put on a movie. Like I'll put on Bluey, which the episodes on Disney plus are like 10 or 11 minutes. And he'll watch a couple of episodes of Bluey. And then while I'm finishing up my coffee and kind of making my, you know, okay, my mental list, what do we got to do for the day? What, you know, what do we have to get accomplished? And by then it usually, hopefully Grace is getting up at that point and she's eating and we're kind of figuring out what the next step of the day is. Yeah. So since I, I, I guess it's definitely totally different, like your mornings and my mornings, because you've got older kids and I've got younger kids. So your kids are definitely at, a, at an age where they're a little bit more independent mm-hmm. and they don't need you for literally everything. But since Jeffrey is just about to be one, he still needs me for everything. But I do have to say, since I've been working mm-hmm. from home for over a year now, my mornings are so much less rushed. I've never actually had to experience getting up, getting myself ready, getting the baby ready and getting us all out the door to be to work in time. Now, Mm -hmm. before the pandemic and when I was going into the office, I would get to the office most mornings before 7 a.m. and start my work day. I cannot imagine trying to do that now. Thankfully, my job is like super flexible. So it's not like I had to be there at 7 a.m. You just had to kind of come in anytime between really 6.30 and 9 was pretty normal for my office. So I think if I were to actually have to go mm-hmm. back into the office, I'd probably be getting in closer to the office around 9, maybe maybe 8.30 because it's just, it's crazy how much more time it takes to just get yourself and the baby, the baby ready. Although what's different now is that I actually eat breakfast in the morning and I have been since the pandemic started before I would usually have something packed and I would eat it either. Mm-hmm. I would usually eat it at work and eat breakfast at work, typically like a yogurt and some vegetables or something like that. And now that I've been home, I'm, re- I'm able to actually cook myself a breakfast, which is really nice. And JT and I, and sometimes my husband, Jeff, depending on whether or not he's working from home, we'll be able to all have breakfast together, which is really nice. And you know, I'll just, as I'm making breakfast, I'll pack up the diaper bag with his milk and his food for the day, since he does go to daycare and some mornings we'll have some extra time. So we'll play for a little bit and then off to daycare we go. Another big difference between you and I is that, um, 
Jeff is home, like out of, out of seven days a week, how many mornings is he home? Like, not that he, I'm sure you're, you're still breastfeeding. So you're doing most of the work with JT, but you have, you, if needed, you have that extra person in the house to kind of get your day started. Nick has never, we've never been able to have mornings together, um, really at all until recently now that he has weekends off because he Mm -hmm. would, he would have, uh, Wednesday, Thursday off. And I mean, we still had to get up and get everyone out the door and do all of those things. So just now we're being able to, as a family to have breakfast together and really enjoy our time. But does that help having Jeff home? Because it, it, it's almost, oh, yeah, yeah it, it's almost kind of, you kind of grow to expect it. And then usually I'll, Saturday mornings, Nick will go for, he's been going for his bike rides. He's been doing mountain biking um, for his like activity that he wants to do. And I will get up and, and then on Sundays I let him sleep in and I, I lock, I lock my door and I lock everyone out. I'm like, no one talk to dad, let him sleep in. It's his one day to sleep in. Um, but it, it must be helpful having that second set of hands. It definitely, it definitely is when Jeff is home, it's he'll usually make breakfast for us. And that's just one less thing that I have to do. So I love that for sure. But what about the routine for you throughout the year? Does your routine change throughout the year or is it pretty much the same now I know it's summertime now so it must look a little different yeah so um it's kind of it's kind of hard because in the last couple of years between pandemic and us selling our house and then living with in-laws and then building a house we haven't really had a new normal because it's just been ever-changing however I feel like each year especially now that Grace is going into middle school you really have to and two years ago, I was working. So I would have to get Jack dressed, Grace dressed, both of them fed, make sure all their stuff was in their backpack and out the door. And I had to get myself ready and do all of those things as well. Um, and this year because of the pandemic and stuff, I was furloughed. So I've, I've been able to be home with them and get them all ready and out the door, but it it definitely changes year to year because now Jack is before I have to drop him off at daycare, but now he'll be going into Mm full-time school. So and it's hard because they're both in different school, like not just different schools, like totally, like not just middle school, elementary grace is in a totally different school than what Jack is. So the time frame, a different town even. Yeah, exactly. And the time frames are different and you just kind of have to develop, especially being the only parent to be able to drop them off. Cause Nick is usually gone by six 30 every day. Uh, it's all kind of falls on me, which is fine because I, I kind of like not like, but I, I know what's expected and I can plan on those things and, and know, get kind of get a plan together and be like, okay, I know I need to do these things. And when he would have Wednesdays, Thursdays off, it almost threw me through a loop because I'm like, you're messing up our routine. Like I have a strict routine. The kids don't play around. Like they know the routine and we have this kind of rhythm that we fall into. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting this year to see how that goes and see if I, I actually have a meeting next week to see if I'll be returning to work and seeing what, you know, what the fall holds for me but I'm kind of, I'm excited. I'm excited and I'm excited to start new routines. But right now we just kind of slowly wake up as long as we have nothing else to do. And we kind of, you know, take, take it day by day. Yeah. I have to say in some ways, my routine is similar to yours in that way that it does kind of change day to day. Mm -hmm. We never really know what's going to happen because like, as of right now, I'm not setting an alarm to wake myself up. I just let myself wake up naturally, whether it's me waking up or on some occasions, the baby will get up before me. Also, depending on whether or not Jeff is working from home or going into the office. So on the days that he's home, he'll usually wake up. Actually, lately he's been, he's been sleeping in 
but then he'll wake up when I go get the baby and he'll always be like, Oh, can't you just lay there a little bit longer? I just want to sleep a little bit longer. I'm like, no, I'm going to get him, but we have to. So we, we, before we were bringing him into daycare, usually between eight and eight 30, they wanted me to like nail down a specific time. They were like, you need to tell us when you're dropping him off. I was like, I can't, I'm sorry. It's going to be sometime between eight and eight 30. It just depends on what time he wakes up. I'm not going to wake him up and how quickly we can eat breakfast and get ready. However, since he's been, he's been waking up earlier now and he's totally sleeping through the night. We're up most mornings by six and we're usually done with breakfast by six 30. And then that would, that was giving us so much time between 6 30 and like 8 or 8 30 and when he was real little he'd be really good at like I could just put him in his little play area and he'd play and I'd log into my work computer check some emails and and kind of get my day started but now that he's much more busy he doesn't like that he kind of wants that like one-to-one attention which I also feel bad too because it's not like I get to see him a whole lot during the week you know like we only have that hour hour and a half in the morning and then an hour an hour and a half at night before bed. And then he's at daycare all day. So I try to really focus my time with him when I am with him. And, um, Mm -hmm. so I did ask daycare though. I was like, is there any way I'd be able to drop him off earlier? Because, you know, our schedule is just, that's how our schedule is now. And they were like, yeah, no problem. So this, yeah, this week we started dropping him off at seven 30, which I'm excited for, but I, I like, counted out how many hours he'll be at daycare and it's 12 hours a day which it seems like so much time but there's just not enough hours in the day I guess right for sure so you kind of touched on a little bit you had said like you used to be able to have or you used to not be able to have breakfast when you were going physically into work but now that you're working from home you're having like you're able to have you know breakfast or time to really set aside to make yourself food what does your breakfast, like Jeffrey's breakfast, what does that look like for you guys? So I've been on a huge kick with the Kodiak protein pancake waffle mix. I love it. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. got the protein added into it. And then I'll usually add in an egg, which will give you some extra protein. So typically I'll make the Kodiak protein. I've been doing pancakes. I used, I was doing waffles for a really long time, but I've been making pancakes now and I'll usually add in blueberries mm-hmm. and I always use real ma- maple syrup. It's so good. Um, and then I'll usually have, if I have an egg in my pancake <laughs> batter, I'll typically make another egg. And I always usually do sunny side up and I leave it. So my yolk is still poppable. If my husband's making breakfast, he always overcooks my eggs. And I'm just like, Oh, this is like the worst egg ever. And he, it's funny. Cause he's always like, Oh yeah. I overcooked your egg again. I'm like, why do you keep doing that? But it's fine. And then I also really love, um, the Turkey sausage by Jones Mm -hmm. and the green package, the green package. Yeah. They're, they're really good and they have like no fat in them. They're pretty high in protein. So I like those a lot compared to like, I know Jones also does like a chicken sausage and those Mm -hmm. are equally as tasty. They might even taste a little bit better, but they have much more fat in them. So the ratio between protein and fat is about like the same in the chicken ones. So they have just as much fat as they do protein. But since I count my macros and calories and all of that, I am getting the fat from the eggs that I eat. So if I had the chicken sausage too, 
it would be too much fat for my breakfast. So I like those, those turkey sausage because they're really lean. I used, I used to do those, you know what I switched to? Um, because I, I was eating them daily. I was eating sausage daily. I switched to the Applegate sausage and I think it's, I don't know if it's chicken or turkey, but, um, if you get it in a big pack, oh, I know. yeah, the Applegate about. ones and they're like maple sausage. Oh, they're so good. I'll have to check those out. Cause I, I, I wouldn't say I'm sick of the Jones sausage at all. I, I love them, but it's, it's never a bad idea to just switch things up a little bit. Yeah. And broaden your horizon. I'm definitely a creature of habit. We eat the same exact things, not just for breakfast, but for every meal. I'm sure we'll do an episode on mm-hmm. that as well, but the baby, he usually, so I batch cook his meals most of the time. So on like Sundays, I'll do a giant thing of um, the Kodiak mix for him to make him pancakes. And typically I'll add in, I call it a blue, blue cube, which is a puree that I make for him. And that's just a variety of vegetable, usually spinach and then fruit. And I always put blueberries in it, which makes it this blue purplish color. So I'll melt some of those and then I freeze them in ice cube trays. And then you just have like already done baby puree. But now that he's closer to one, he's not really doing purees anymore, but I have a lot of them left over in the mm-hmm. freezer. So I'll pop those in the microwave for a little bit, thaw them out, and then add that into the pancake batter. So that way he's getting some veggies and fruit into the pancakes. It's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he really likes those. And then I give him typically one link of the turkey sausage. He loves those a lot too. And then, I mean, this kid eats, you think Jack eats a lot. This baby eats a lot of food (laughs) and then usually he'll have some fresh fruit too. So whether that's some berries or we've been doing a lot of grapes lately. So he loves grapes. Um, surprisingly I haven't, I haven't given them Tim in a while, but I was trying to get him to eat scrambled eggs for the longest time, but he was never really interested I don't think I've given them to him in probably like three or four months, but I'll usually put an egg into his pancake mix. Mm-hmm. So he's getting a little bit extra protein there. So I have a question since you're breastfeeding, I know, I know sometimes you make decaf coffee. Like, are you having caffeinated coffee in the morning? Oh yeah. So since I was pregnant, I never completely cut out caffeine. I don't think, I think that I was I, when I became pregnant, I definitely became way more aware of how much caffeine I was consuming. So before I was pregnant, I would brew a, like me and Jeff would brew brew a a cup of, sorry, a whole carafe of coffee and it'd be full strength caffeine. And I would usually have two to three Mm -hmm. cups of coffee a day, which I never realized like how much caffeine that is, but there's, there's quite a bit. And then when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. So what Mm -hmm. we would do is we'd buy like, you know, like a, a can of, fully caffeinated coffee and a can of fully decaf coffee. And I think at first, um, we would actually, cause we didn't have a Keurig at that time. So like we'd brew Jeff's coffee first and then I brew my decaf mm-hmm. coffee separate. And I'm like, this, this is ridiculous. So we started, um, doing like half calf basically. So I would do like a, a scoop of a couple of scoops of like regular caffeinated mm-hmm. and then decaf because, I really love coffee. I love the the warmness of it. I love the way it smells. I love the way it tastes. And I'm not somebody like one and done cup of coffee. I like to have multiple cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. I like to have a cup of coffee in the middle of the afternoon, but I'm not somebody who needs the caffeine. I just like the taste of coffee and I like to have that warm beverage. So we eventually cut it down mm-hmm. to just one tablespoon of caffeinated coffee. And then the rest is all decaf. And we've been doing that probably since I was like 10 weeks pregnant. And we continue to do that now. 
Okay, so now we have a, a really fancy coffee pot that's a K-Duo. So one side is a Keurig, like your typical pod side, and then the other side has a craft to brew like a full pot of coffee. And sometimes in the middle of the day, I'll do a, a pod. Mm-hmm. Most of the time I do a decaf pod, but occasionally I will do a full caffeinated one. Um, I did actually, I actually went to, I went into my office at work the other day to pick up something. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, why don't I go through my desk and see what I have here? And I found, so we have cured machines at work. So I had one of those refillable pods. So I ended up taking that from work and bringing it home. So now I can actually do like a tiny bit of, Mm -hmm. you know, caffeine and mostly decaf. Whereas before I could only do either full strength decaf or full strength caffeine, I guess. Right. Right. So you're still getting some of that caffeine. I mean, that's, you actually influenced me to like buy the decaffeinated option. I'm not, and that's the thing, Nick will drink coffee, but he's not an avid, like he's not every morning got to brew myself a coffee. It's like on Sunday morning when we're making breakfast, he'll have a coffee. So it's really just me, which is why brewing, I I do prefer being able to like decide the strength of my coffee and all of that. Um, And I have the Keurig as well, but I do the single pods because really most days, unless I'm cold or it's like rainy, I take one cup of coffee and I usually do full caffeinated, whatever, like red folders, whatever it is. And then if I decide like halfway through the afternoon that I just need to pick me up, same thing as you, like, I like the taste of coffee and it's like kind of a sweet little treat. So I'll brew I more in the mornings. I'll have 10 ounces, but in the afternoon, yeah. if I decide to have a cup, I'll put it in a fancy little, it'll be like a little treat. Like that's kind of what I look at it. Like, as it's like a dessert that I get to drink and it's a little treat. What do you put in your coffee? So I have, I used to use it, like looking back now, I can't, I don't know how I did it. It was really, it's really gross. I did the, <laughs> um, the coffee mate hazelnut, which I loved, but then you brought it to my attention that it's like not even real creamer. And you're like, yeah, it's like, that doesn't have good ingredients in it. And you should really be conscious about what you're putting in your body. So I was like, you know what? She's, she's right. So then I switched to, I think it was still coffee mate, but it was sweet cream. And it was literally, it says right on the, like, if you look in the ingredients, it's literally just sugar cane and milk and that's it. Mm -hmm. But, um, that is really hard to find. Surprisingly, it's always Mm. sold out in the stores, which is annoying because I liked being able to just pour it into my cup and be done. Um, I wouldn't add any other sugar. I would use just that one thing. But again, um, I drink a coffee every morning and if I'm not able to have my ingredients, it's like the worst day ever. So I then in the last two weeks, I switched to just plain old half and half. And I use, um, it's like, it's unbleached sugar, something pure sugar cane from raw sugar organic. Yeah. It's like raw sugar. It's like thick, thicker sugar. And it's, I actually prefer this over the other stuff because I can really, I can really decide, Oh, you know, I want to cut back on some of the sugar that I'm adding, or, you know what? I just need something sweet. Let me add a little extra sugar, but I do have to say, I'm going to get this ingredient, the ingredients down, and I'm going to be able to do it one day. But my favorite, favorite drink ever is a hazelnut chai and vanilla bean, which is like a local store or a local cafe near us Mm -hmm. makes the best hazelnut chai. It is my favorite drink of any and all time. And if I could make it, that's what I would drink several times a day. But that's my chai is what tea and coffee combined. No, I think a chai is just tea. And I think technically like the ingredients, it's kind of weird. My friend had made her, Katie had made her own um, chai, like homemade with her own ingredients. And, and it's like literally like 
it's weird. It's cinnamon and I think like black pepper and even like a little bit of cayenne for spice and, but a regular chai, like you can get a spice chai or get a regular chai. Um, but it's, it's a tea. It's a tea that I believe you like mix in together because at the end of the cup, there's always like little grounds and stuff in it. Oh yeah. It's not like a tea bag. It's like a powdered tea that you mix in, but it's that's my favorite drink ever. Yeah. When I used to live up by you, I would get a, in the fall, I would go to Victoria Station Cafe and I would always get a pumpkin chai. Did I misspeak? That's what I meant. Victoria Station. Did I say Victoria Station or Vanilla Bean? You said Vanilla Bean. I'm sorry. I misspoke. I It's the Victoria Station ca- Cafe. that I, That's my favorite chai. Yeah, that's... I was going to say, they have really good chais. I, I'm like, I don't know anything about chais, mm-hmm. but I do remember years ago, I would get this pumpkin chai from... Victoria Station and it was I'm amazing. so sorry not vanilla bean <laughs> vanilla bean has good coffee too Brandy always gets her coffee from them but I'm not someone <laughs> like I hate I hate with a passion like the Dunkin Donuts and the Baker's yeah. Dozens one the coffee is never the same no matter if you order it the same way or not and you go to the same place whoever's making it makes it different I don't care what you tell me it doesn't always and, and it's never the I right agree. it's never the right dynamic Dunkin I just Dunkin is just like it's just not no. good so when I do get a coffee out, sometimes I'll go to Starbucks, but I get this weird feeling when I go to Starbucks. I don't know their menu. Mm-hmm. I don't You're intimidated. know how to order intimidated. Me Starbucks. Too. I'm super intimidated. And I always see people who have like, like, um, lately I see people who have like, I don't know if it's a cold brew or mm-hmm. what, but it's like a clear mug, not mug, but you know, to and there's cup, like cream and on top like, and then dark on bottom or like something. Yeah, it looks really good. And I'm like, what is Can that? I just say, then- I have a friend who I would like hang out with and she loves Starbucks. And she was like, yeah, you know, my, t-. and I'm like, what is like, how do you order? Like, what do you order? She's like, well, I usually get a caramel macchiato upside down, shaken yeah. mustard. I'm like, what does any of that mean? That's like a whole yeah, other language. I don't know. I, ca- I can't speak. Coffee. I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that Me either. means. So yeah, I, I usually feel super overwhelmed and I don't like, so my coffee typically consists of well, Jeff actually did a coffee subscription for me earlier mm-hmm. in the year. It was, it was really nice. It's um, called, it's an organization called Grounds and Hounds. And so for every bag of coffee that you buy, they donate to an animal shelter or a rescue or, or something like That's that. That's really they sweet. Help dogs. Yeah. So every month I get a new coffee shipped to me. So that's a fully caffeinated coffee. So usually I'll, I'll have that and then either Folgers or Maxwell House or whatever is on sale at BJ's or Costco for our decaf. Mm-hmm. And it tastes lovely and delicious and the same every morning. And then I'll just do, I do whole milk in my coffee. So usually a couple ounces of that. And I do Truvia, a Truvia package, which Truvia is Stevia and a ingredient called erythritol. Who the heck knows what that is? I guess it can give some people upset stomachs. I don't know if it does for me or not. Coffee makes me go, but I don't know if that's just a natural thing. From coffee or if it's my stevia truvia packets i think um, i i heard i I forget it might have been on netflix like a food series or something and i think i did hear that some of the sugar replacements like literally are what they use in lax like so erythritol sounds like it's like an alcohol type based thing and and that type of mm -hmm. stuff is what makes um people have like it's like a like it makes them go yeah yeah i i've read that it like can give some people like diarrhea and stuff like that but I, not that mm. my coffees give me diarrhea they don't but i just feel like okay we don't need to say all that <laughs> <laughs> i don't want you to think like i'm having coffee and like oh my god i gotta get to the bathroom no but i feel like coffee just whatever it just gets the pipes going if you know what i mean 
that's 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 much more appropriate uh, TMI <laughs> no um but yeah so back to, to Starbucks I just don't know how to order and even yesterday Jeff and I were in uh, Barnes and Nobles and they always usually have a Starbucks and I saw a girl walk by and she had like a cup of iced coffee and I was like "Ooh, that looks really good and I walked over and I looked at the board and um they had like a an advertisement for their like nitro cold brew. And I think it was the same thing she had. It was $5 and 85 cents for the smallest size option. Five. Yeah. Which I think is called a tall or a large, right? It's confusing. I don't know. <laughs> the smallest option is like a large or something or tall, it's a tall grande venti maybe, which I, you know, I heard a comedian talking about this too. And there is hilarious because it's like literally every single one of them means lo- like big, like not, it's not like big, middle, small. It's in different languages, like different, whatever. And it, each one of them just really? means big. I didn't know that. That's, that's silly. Well, well, grande is large. Like, isn't that Spanish? Yeah. And a venti isn't vent. Like what? Look it up now. What, what is venti? I think venti is like Italian or something. I was going to say venti in Spanish is 20. Okay. Okay. Wait, 20 grande in Italian. Okay, so grande is Italian for large. Venti means 20 and trenta is 30. Wow. Gra- I'm reading this from Google. From Google, it, Right what? here. How do I screenshot it to you? It's, so I wrote, what does venti mean? And the first thing that popped up says 20. Grande is Italian for large. Venti means 20. And then trenta means 30. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know if it is. So is Starbucks, it's more Italian, I guess. I have no idea. It is Spanish. I what is? I feel Spanish. like coffee is kind of American, isn't it? Uh, that, I don't think necessarily that's true. I mean, there's like the French press. Does that come from France? I don't know, but I do. <laughs> I do love me a nice French press. Let me say. We, how did we get lost on this topic? Okay, one last question about coffee, and then we'll move on to the next conver- and to the next question. Do you like iced or hot coffee? That's like both. No, you have to. No, you can't have both. It's one or the other. You make your choice. Am I making it myself or am I getting it out? What that makes a difference for you? Are you kidding me? Yes. Wow. I don't, yes. I mean, it doesn't matter. If you had to either have only hot coffee or only iced coffee, which would you have for the rest of your life? I guess only hot coffee. Okay. Okay. Coffee. We can still be friends. It's fine. If I, so that's if I'm making it myself, I would have hot coffee because I have never found a coffee place that one has Truvia or two can make a coffee the way that I like it. You don't just carry trivia with you. I some I used to, but I don't go anywhere now. Um, but if I was getting it out, I would probably get iced coffee. And I love Cumberland Farms iced coffee. It's the best. <laughs> it's like 99 cents. It's delicious. I usually will put like so another thing that I like whole milk in my coffee. I do not like half and half. I don't know. It just leaves this weird taste in my mouth. And mm-hmm. I don't like straight up cream. I just like whole milk. It can't be less than whole milk because then your coffee is not light enough, but whatever for some reason i feel like some places don't have whole milk as an option but cummies does it's 99 cents and it's amazing and you can control how much ice you put in and then i just add my own trivia packet and it's great and i saw a big billboard sorry i know we're going on a a tangent here with coffee but i saw a big billboard the other day when i was on the highway that said free coffee fridays at cumberland farms and i was like what no way and i didn't have time to check that out today's Mm -hmm. thursday tomorrow is friday but i'm like is there some kind of program? Do I need to buy gas? <laughs> I was like, sign me up. I will hold out my car until Fridays and get the gas and get I the mean, coffee. That it's could be it. like my little thing. Like my little Friday treat is to like go to Cumberland Farms and get my free coffee. But hey, whatever. You're, yeah, that's that's true for sure. Okay, so, so next question. 
But you didn't answer. Besides coffee, do you do anything else for breakfast? Okay. Yeah, so so I, a few questions back, you had mentioned that when you were going into work, you didn't really have time. So in the morning, my morning typically consists of like, wake up, have a coffee, get the dogs. I don't finish my coffee probably for two or so hours. So my very favorite coffee thing wow. that I have is my Yeti cup, because by the time two hours goes by and everyone else is fed and taken care of, my coffee is still, I literally just finished my coffee before I sat down and we sat down at like 10 30, I think 10 25. That's yeah. crazy. Well, and I just, I just don't get the chance to fit. I don't get the chance. It's always go. Someone needs something. The dogs need food. They need to be let out. No the way. kids need to be woken up. Everyone needs food, water. The house is a disaster. I'll usually load the dishwasher. So I will usually finish, finally finish my first cup, my, my 10 ounces of coffee by 10 30. And at that point, everyone's kind of been fed and they're kind of pacified. And that's when I take about an hour to 45 minutes for myself to do physical activity. So I was, I was running for a mile or so. And then I was doing like a, you know, 20 or 30 minute workout. And then I was stretching. So that was kind of my, that's been my routine now for the last couple of months. And it's a really nice routine because it gives me that breakup during the day to really give myself time that I needed. So I'd really be able to give myself that time during the day to focus on what I needed. And now that Jack is starting extended school year next week, it'll be nice because I have once or twice a week, I'll work out with someone else other than just myself. And she has a membership where I get to go to the gym with her, which is really nice. And I get to do fun workouts with her, but that's kind of my morning routine. So I don't eat until lunchtime really. And once I'm, once I'm done with my workout, it's like 11, like now-ish. And then I'll usually make myself a shake and I'll have spinach and lots of fruit collagen, a cake, depending on how, so if I'm going to be doing a lot of physical activity, like yard work, I'll add scoops of protein, but I have to say, I'm not a fan of protein powder. It tastes gross. I I've tried like six different ones. I've bought like hundreds of dollars worth of it. And like, cause they're not cheap and it, and I hate stevia. I hate fake sugar. So trying to find protein powder that has sugar in it, that's real sugar. That's like a struggle in case you didn't know everything has stevia in it. It's like just a new common ingredient for everything. So yeah. I don't eat until then. And then we usually eat like well, a second lunch, I guess you could say around two. Yeah. So it's so crazy to me that you don't eat breakfast when you wake up. I can't, I could not function. I'm also well, right. The coffee holds me over really. I think it's the caffeine. It kind of no upsets way. my stomach. See, if, I, if I just have coffee and no food, I literally feel sick, but yeah, we, one day we'll talk about like what we eat and how we do food. But I actually, I'm doing nutrition programming with um, my friend, Joelle she owns mm-hmm. uh, do you want to shout out her her company yeah she owns um beyond the weights which is a company that they help people um achieve their lifestyle goals so whether that's you need help with training physical training or whether or not you need nutritional help um joelle and her wife elisa do a wonderful job i've been working with them for like six months i think now and right now they have me eating so much food and i love it but i also <laughs> I'm getting ready to do a cut pretty soon, which means that I'll be starting to decrease the number of calories that I'm eating to hopefully maintain mm-hmm. muscle mass, but lose some body fat to get a little bit more lean. So my body is definitely mm-hmm. very accustomed to eating a, a lot of food right now. And we will start to kind of dial that in or cut that back a little bit. So I'm, I'm excited, but I'm also a little bit nervous to see what that looks like because for a while, it took me a while to be able to eat as many carbs at every meal that they had me eating. But now like, I'm just so used to it and it's not a big deal, but that's, yeah, it's just, it's wild to me how differently we eat, but 
Yeah, definitely. Well, and our bodies do different, like your strength training. And I'm just trying to, you know, build up endurance and maintain a healthy weight and a healthy lifestyle. So it's, it's, we're asking different things of our bodies. So I think fueling them differently, just, it's just what you have time for and what you can make work for yourself. Oh, for sure. And what, how it happens. Yeah. So is there anything that you'd like to add to your morning routine? Um, I guess I feel like I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm lazy, maybe, maybe lazy, but I just don't really have like a good routine as like a, hey, give yourself as grace. An, You're not lazy as an adult, You're just a slow waker upper. No, not even though I'm not, it's just, it's just not a priority for me. Like taking, I, it's, it's kind of bad. Cause it's like taking care of myself, washing my face, moisturizer, doing like, you know, an eight step thing for my face is not something that I currently do. It's something that I've never really done in the past. And I don't really have any intentions on doing. Mm-hmm. I know, like, actually I was talking to you a little while ago and you're like, you don't wash your face in the morning. I was like, no, never. I just wash it at night. Well, and you're like, I think it's crazy. Well, it's crazy to me because I have like oily type skin, but you do have drier skin. So mm-hmm. I think it does depend. I think that I, you'd have to talk to a dermatologist, but I, I do think that some people's faces, you really do only have to wash them once, Interesting. once a day. Yeah. So most, most days I just wash my face once a day at night. I don't typically wear makeup every single day. Um, if I am going to wear makeup, I usually, I have, so my morning face wash that I use is just like a light one. It's, it's not, mm-hmm. not too crazy. So I usually wash my face with that, put some moisturizer on and then do my makeup. But like I said, mm-hmm. most mornings I'm not doing my hair. I'm not doing my makeup this morning. I actually got up early at five and I did my hair, curled it and I did my makeup and I finished, I think it was five twenty six when I was done and I felt beautiful and confident and great. And that took me less than a half hour. The baby was still asleep. So maybe, maybe I'm not going to make any promises here, but (laughs) if I could start waking up just a little bit early or actually getting out of bed when I wake up and stop going on my phone, which I really need to work on anyways. Mm -hmm. And if I could just, you know, brush my hair at the very least, maybe add some curls and put just a light layer of CC cream and mascara on. I think it would make me feel a lot better, honestly. Mm. Like, I know I don't want to, I don't have to wear makeup to feel beautiful, but it just, no, but it's definitely a confidence booster. Yeah. It makes you feel more, it makes you feel put together. It's like, yes, when you put, you know, putting on like clothing or whatever, like you, you feel complete when you're like, you don't walk around naked because you want to cover. I don't know. Yeah. It's a bad analogy, but it's yeah. And another thing on that too, is I pretty much have been wearing the same exact thing for the last year since I had a baby, I've been wearing my nursing slash pumping bra, a spaghetti strap tank top and either, you know, a cardigan. <laughs> a car- no, not now that it's hot, no cardigan, but before it would be their cardigan or my robe. And usually some type of like yoga pants. Now I wear shorts because it's hot in summer, but I am so looking forward to the day that I do not have to wear my dingy old spaghetti strap tank tops. And I can actually put on like real clothes. So we're really close guys. We're really close, but so close. What about you? Do you have anything that you want to add to your morning routine? I think I would really like to wake up, um, and really reflect and, and set like when I first wake up with the dogs, instead of kind of just like, I do the same thing as you, I'll check social media or I'll check emails and usually clear out all the junk emails. And 
lately I've started rereading one of my favorite series um, for the books that I've kind of become sucked into because of my sister Brandy. But I would really like to set aside time, 10 or 15 minutes for, I don't want to say like meditation, but just reflection of let's make today purposeful. Let's set a list of goals and really kind of tick through them. And I feel like writing that set, set, setting aside the time to sit down and write them down so I can visually see them would be really beneficial and make my day way more productive. I think that sounds like an excellent goal. And I think that that's a great thing to do. I, mm. I too would like to start doing something like that. Kind of, I'll, I'll channel my, I'll channel my inner Jeff. <laughs> yeah. He's really good at it. Although he always, one thing I do have to say is he always has something to do. He has like this little notebook that he carries around and he only like, no matter what, he's always like, I got 800 <laughs> things to do. Whereas I have a notebook too, that I'll usually write in on a mm-hmm. daily basis. I, I try to really only give myself like two or three main tasks that I know I can probably accomplish. Even if it's something as simple as saying like do yeah. the dishes, I love being able to cross something off my list. I'm like, yeah, okay. I think that's really helpful. Too. I, like a visual reminder that like today was not wasted. You did something productive, especially, you know, yes. having your hands full and trying to multitask. You kind of can sometimes feel like by two o'clock, you're like, where did the day go? I've gotten nothing done, but something as you know, meaningful or little as doing the dishes can really make you feel like you've accomplished something, which is good. It really is. It feels like we are nearing our natural end. How about we'll talk about our moments of grace and we'll see you next time. All right. Talk to you guys later. Nope. You forgot your moment of grace. Oh, (laughs) don't rush us to the end yet. (laughs) That's right. Um, so my moment of grace (laughs) is that um, my husband and I actually started watching a new TV show, which is Parenthood, which some of you maybe have watched. It's been out there for a while, I think since like 2009 or 2010. And of course, when I first put it on, Jeff was like, oh, I don't want to watch this. And then I think we were maybe one or two episodes in. And the great thing about that show is that there's so many different characters. Mm-hmm. So you're bound to relate to one of them or some of them. So for sure, he, he relates to them in some ways. And so do I. And it's just really nice to be able to have something that we can do together before bed to kind of unwind and, and, end our day. Mm-hmm. And I guess I should say too, I'm not really a TV person, so I don't watch a lot of TV unless I have a show that I like. So it's been a while that I've had a show that I like. So now I'm, I'm kind of on like a TV kick. Parenthood is one of my favorite shows. I think I've mentioned it to you like forever ago when I was watching it, but it's For really, sure. it's really good. I love Parenthood. Yeah. What about you? What's your moment of grace this week? Well, by the time everyone hears this, we'll be back, but we are going on vacation. And my husband was like, get to pack and girl, get your stuff together and make, make lists and all of that. And I kind of was not feeling it. So earlier this week, we were going to record this episode and it was just, it was beautiful out and the sun was shining and I had texted Tyla and that was the day I was supposed to pack and record this episode. And I said to Tyla, I was like, you know, it's beautiful out and I really don't want to be inside packing or <laughs> recording right now. I'd really like to just enjoy the outdoors. And Tyler was like, no problem. We'll push it back. We'll do it another day. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give myself a moment of grace and I am not going to do anything today except for be outside as much as possible. And that's what I did. And Jack and I played and Grace came outside and we rode bikes and I sat on my beautiful little porch and I really enjoyed the moment of 
not having to do, I pushed, I pushed my agenda back and I allowed myself to have a day. Sometimes that's what you need to do. Definitely. So now that we actually are nearing the end, (laughs) (laughs) we can say our goodbyes. You know, I'm going to leave that part in, right? Oh yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Sorry guys. I was like half paying attention. I was looking at something on my phone. So shame on me. Get it together, girl. Get it together. We need your full attention here at Growing With Grace. I know, I know, I know. Thanks again for joining us. Episode seven. We can't believe we've made it this far already. And we're excited to get more content to you for next Monday as well. All right, guys. Can't believe we're wrapping up episode seven. It was fun to talk to you all. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. We'll talk soon, guys. Bye.